In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. The Gospels give us, uh, in these stories, like the one we hear today, uh, images of how to approach our Lord and also images of how our Lord responds to us sometimes. And it's a marvel that today's uh, Gospel was even written uh, the way it was written. If you think about it in just everyday terms with Jesus ignoring the woman and then telling her that the food that he has is not meant for her and being exclusive, you would think that maybe this would be softened and rewritten in a way so as not to show the Lord in any sort of harsh light. But there's a lot to uh, see in today's gospel, especially uh, the woman that approaches Jesus. Now, the background story uh, from the commentators is that Jesus has just gotten done healing a lot of people in Jewish territories. And of course, you know, as he walks around, uh, people follow him and he heals and he casts out demons. And after a while, this gets tiring. This gets tiring not only for him, as it says that sometimes he needs to go and, and set him, uh, take himself aside to pray and to rest, but it also gets tiring for his apostles who are following after him. So Jesus enters into a, a, a land of the Gentiles, of those who are non-Jewish. But as he does this to find rest, to get away from his people, we see this woman crying out after him. Now she's very desperate. Uh, her daughter is demon-possessed. And for those of you who are connected to children in any sort of way and their parents, you know that when something's wrong with your child uh, or something's wrong with someone's child, how desperate that can really make you. And this woman cries out after Jesus. And of course, this is extremely annoying. Um, think about it. Um, she's desperate. And she thinks Jesus can help. She has faith that Jesus can somehow heal her daughter. And she's following the apostles saying, Have mercy on my daughter. Have mercy on me, O son of David. We only hear that little sentence there. But if we could just add the the gravity of her emotions, the possible um, tears, uh, the elevated tone of her speech and desperation, the trembling underneath of her soul. Well, Jesus hears this, but then, of course, the disciples are annoyed and they say, send her away. What do they mean? Well, send her away, either heal her or be done with her. And we've heard this in other, we've heard this in other uh, stories in the Gospels. For instance, the blind Bartimaeus following after Jesus asking for healing, and the disciples want him to go away. There are other instances where people in the background, because of their needs, because of their duress, First of all, annoy the disciples. But second of all, the disciples want to send them away. But in their um, desire to be healed, 
they chase after Christ. Jesus pauses. The woman is now heard and he, she says something very clearly to him. But it says that he didn't answer her anything. That he went silent. Now in normal relationships, to not respond to somebody is extremely rude. Um, it's, uh, it, it's very disheartening. It's, uh, you're trying to make a connection. You're trying to somehow get a point across and someone turns around and walks away. I mean, this is how the image that's painted of our Lord in this particular, uh, particular um, gospel. Now, of course, the woman seeing this could easily be insulted and walk away. You know, oh, what a jerk. He didn't even hear me. Here I am pouring my heart out and look at this guy. He can't even like acknowledge my existence. She could think that way, obviously. That's not what she does. She continues on. She continues on and, and, and makes her petition known. And Jesus then says, it's not right for me to give the food that is meant for the, the people of God to dogs. So this is, on any level, in some way can be understood as an insult because she, uh, dogs are not clean animals. I don't know if you've ever been to the Middle East. Uh, I had a Middle Eastern friend uh, in seminary and he didn't like dogs. Uh, he didn't like dogs because dogs aren't like little pets like we have here. Uh, over there, oftentimes, they are roaming around in packs and they're not viewed in a positive light uh, within Judaism. Uh, they're unclean am animals. And so he's saying this is for the people who it's proper for. And you're way down here. Now again, she has a chance to respond. She could respond again. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? She could also respond. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? <laughs> like, I'm a human being, and I'm asking you to heal my daughter. This isn't even for me. I mean, we can imagine the responses that we might have in ourselves, or that we do have in ourselves when we feel like people don't really hear us and that they possibly are even looking down on us or insulting us. We can imagine what would come up inside of us I always think, how dare you? How dare you? Right? And when you say, how dare you, you're also saying, don't you know who I am? I was uh, telling Mark recently that, uh, that I had um, received a, a, a degree or something, um, and I was telling Mark I was going to walk around saying, don't you know who that I am? Don't you know who I am? <laughs> As I introduced myself. But we tend to be that way. What does she do? She does not buck up in pride. She goes lower. She actually goes lower. She's like, okay, I'm glad to be a dog as long as I get some of the crumbs. She sticks with it. And in this, Jesus marvels at her faith. But he could equally marvel at her persi persistence because she has been extremely persistent. 
He can also marvel at her humility because even though he's given her every occasion for offense, she hasn't walked away in pride, but rather she has taken a lowly position to be willing to receive whatever the Lord gives her. The lesson for us in this gospel of he heals her daughter. Of course, that's one of the main reasons this is recorded in the uh, gospel. Her daughter is healed at that same hour from a, a great distance. But the lesson for us is, is the same as this woman displays. Well, there's two lessons, we'll say. We'll split it up a little bit. One is that our Lord doesn't always answer with, okay, what can I do for you? and immediately rush to cure or aid us in, in some way. It is very clear in the spiritual life that many of us sometimes don't feel heard by God. And at least in this parable, totally normal, totally to be expected. Sometimes when you're in desperation, you're going to pray, and you're, it's not going to feel like God is there. That's normal. That's part of our spiritual life. That's also a challenge to you. Are you persistent? Are you humble? If you're persistent, even though you don't feel heard, you'll continue. And you'll continue. And in humility, if you don't get frustrated and buck up in pride and say, Psh, God, yeah, you can't even do it. You know, you don't, you're not even attentive unto me. Why should I even bother? I'm going to somewhere else. So it's not just that she's persistent, but she's also humble. She's really put this in Jesus' hand because she has faith that only Jesus can ultimately help her. And I think that for us, we need to have the same faith that only Jesus can help us and then wrestle to be persistent, and most, the best thing, to wrestle, to be humble, to be willing to put it into God's hands and allow him to do whatever he wills with it in his timing. So in this lesson for today's gospel, we are given those virtues of faith, persistence, and humility. Secondarily, we are taught how sometimes it seems that our Lord behaves towards us. In the end, she received her healing. She received what was beneficial for her family's soul. Her desperation was cured. And we pray that although sometimes our issues aren't solved as quickly as this woman's issues were solved, that we'll still embody her spirit to be able to, first of all, have faith that Jesus Christ can actually do something for us, that he can heal us, that he can forgive us, that he can do whatever it is, that he can cast the demons out of us. Secondarily, that we would never give up, but always be dedicated to persistence, to continually follow him, to continually, even when we're discouraged, to look up to heaven, to never fall into despair, to never turn away and say, it doesn't matter, and go away. And then thirdly, 
as I mentioned, to be humble enough to rest in God's timing, which is the biggest feast. You know, in the end, we're not really anything that God should even be mindful of us. But he sent his only begotten son to die for us. He's shown us that he loves us. And so he will care for us. We may not understand it, but ultimately, if we're humble, we can receive the gifts from God, this healing and his great grace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, glory to Jesus Christ.